take it. <laughs> All right, good morning. Yeah, we've reached midweek Wednesday. I'm Eric Carpenter, and this is KCVL, KCRK. Good to have you with us. Uh, we had a little bit of cloud cover really early this morning, and now we are back to mostly blue skies out there. Yes, into next week, we are going to be getting that heat wave that is across a lot of the country right now. We're going to talk about that weather forecast coming up in just a little bit. With the hot, dry weather all fires at Lake Roosevelt National Recreation Area will be prohibited effective, well, Friday until further notice. No open flames permitted. No fires, not even in fire rings or boxes. No shoreline fires, charcoal fires, tiki torches, incense burners, candles, propane campfires, all prohibited effective Friday on Lake Roosevelt. Now, self-contained propane or gas stoves and lanterns are still allowed during the full fire ban. But, uh, that does go into effect for Lake Roosevelt on Friday. A little less than an hour from now, power goes out in Valley. Vista has a planned power outage beginning at 8 this morning and going until 4 this afternoon. Avista will be performing equipment upgrades in the area. The power going out at 8 this morning. Experience, technology, satisfaction, a written warranty, and over 30 years' experience. That's what makes Davis Auto Rebuild stand out from the rest. At Davis Auto Rebuild, customers are our number one priority, and we realize how difficult it is to be without your vehicle. So we make it easier for you with loaner and rental cars, and also help with your insurance claims. Call Davis Auto Rebuild at 684-3137 or stop in at 1175 South Main in Colville and see the Davis Auto Rebuild difference. A lot of us uh, can remember going over to Westport or over to the coast and going out salmon fishing out in the ocean. Well, maybe you have a bucket list. Things you really want to do. Um, a lady here in the area... Had a bucket list. One of the top things on her bucket list is now checked off. She told us all about it. We talked with her. And that is keeping with our topic of salmon this week. This is Shirley Nevin, and my bucket list item has always been to fish the Great Lakes. I had the opportunity to go to Women National Bowling in Chicago. So we fished Lake Michigan, and I caught a 15-pound king salmon and a 10-pound coho salmon, as well as another person bowling with me and fishing with me. She limited it out, and my husband was able to catch a coho. The Nationals was really awesome. It's a camaraderie, see new country, meet new people. I think we all averaged 
you know, some of us bowled a little over our average, but it was just a great trip. Part of my education was salmon ecology at Evergreen State College. So the fish belong to a certain species of salmonoids. But for eating fish, the rainbow out of the Columbia are real comparable to the king out of the Great Lakes flavor-wise and the meat texture and everything. I've been watching all the Great Lakes reports. They are Chinooks and Cohos that they have raised in a hatchery and released into the lakes, and they have succeeded just fantastic. The fisheries over there is awesome because of the hatcheries and the fish surviving, and they have their food they need, and they even have streams that they can run up to lay their eggs and everything. They do have places they can go do that as well as in the Great Lakes just to survive. It may not be as fishy as ocean salmon, but the fish was great. It's a pretty color, a nice red, orangish color, and we've been eating it since we got home, and it's great. We came home with 27 fish, I think, between the three of us. The experience was awesome. It's been on my list to do for a while. I'm glad I did it. The fishing was a little different on the lake because the guide sets the hook and does everything. All you do is reel in. I know part of the Great Lakes have an issue with mussels that have been brought in, but Lake Michigan is a beautiful lake. It was an awesome trip. All right. I tell you what, uh, nothing better than, you know, catching a 10 and 15 pound fish and then the delicious eating afterwards. Yeah. Well, they were back there to the Chicago area for nationals in bowling and then took advantage of uh, getting out on the lake and doing some salmon fishing. Lake salmon, certainly a topic of interest uh, in regards with Lake Roosevelt and, of course, the Columbia and the Snake Rivers. Uh, fish ladders helping fish up the uh, Columbia and the Snake, but, of course, the fish unable to get past Grand Coulee Dam. No fish ladder. But uh, they still continue to work on getting a population of salmon here in Lake Roosevelt. That other than the Kokanee, the Okanagan language referring to landlocked lake populations of sockeye salmon. Hey, by the, by the way, it was good talking with uh, Shirley and the salmon fishing they did back on Lake Michigan. Uh, maybe you have... You know, something on your bucket list items that you think people might want to hear about. Uh, give us a call here at the radio station or drop us an email, news at kcvl.com, and uh, uh, let us know. We would love to talk with you. Maybe get your story on the radio. Um, but uh, really, very interesting. Salmon. Right out of Chicago on Lake Michigan. On a budget or have kids and don't need anything too fancy? Check out Sandra's Outlet. Just one block down from Sandra's Furniture by the fairgrounds, you'll find Sandra's Outlet, full of sectionals, love seats, sofas, reclining and non-reclining furniture, perfect for budgets, and full of style, including Ashley Furniture. 
Sandra's Outlet, an extension of Sandra's Furniture, open Tuesday through Saturday. Well, the Washington Fish and Wildlife Commission at a recent meeting took action on items that uh, certainly could affect you. One item discussing uh, spring black bear policy and more. It is the wildlife question of the week. Hi, I'm Stacy Lehman with Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife. At WDFW, we get a lot of questions from members of the public. We were recently asked if the Washington Fish and Wildlife Commission has made a decision yet on how to proceed with the spring bear hunt in 2023. Each year, the commission votes to approve permit levels for the spring black bear season in which hunters must draw a permit if they want to hunt. The commission has been discussing the hunt for over two years and opted not to hold one of these hunts last spring. At the July 15th recent commission meeting, this was one of the items to be considered. Commissioners voted to finish rewriting a spring black bear hunting policy before voting on permit levels for the 2023 spring season. That means scheduling rulemaking meetings that would establish future seasons won't happen until policy revisions are completed. This will provide commissioners some time to have detailed discussions and receive public input on the future of the spring bear hunts in Washington state. The timeline for developing this policy has not been established yet and will be discussed at upcoming commission meetings, but the process is likely to go past the deadline to make a decision for the spring 2023 hunt. However, the commission decision doesn't impact the 2022 fall black bear general season, which runs from August 1 to November 15th. That will still take place. If you have questions for the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife, send an email to publicaffairs at dfw.wa.gov or you can call 509-563-5495. Please do an email address or phone number because you can win a prize for asking questions. There will be a random drawing each week of people who submit questions, and if your name is drawn, you can win a can of bear spray to take with you on your outdoor adventures. Tune in to the news Wednesdays at 7, 8, noon, and 5 for the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife Wildlife Question of the Week. Email questions you have on fish, wildlife, habitat, hunting, and more to publicaffairs at dfw.wa.gov or call 509-563-5495 and we will answer one question every Wednesday. All right, one other thing while we're talking about fishing, the uh, Fish and Wildlife Commission voting on a rule proposal for free fishing weekend. They voted to adopt a rule that limits the waiver of license requirements on free fishing weekend only to fish species that do not require a catch record card. Just one of the uh, many things considered at that recent meeting of the Fish and Wildlife Commission. All right, we're one week away, but I do want to uh, let you know, coming up uh, July the 27th, a week from now, uh, the Colville School Board will be discussing uh, their boundary adjustments based on population. Every 10 years, of course, the census is completed. The Colville School District divided into five geographic regions or districts, one for each board seat. And the candidate for the school board has to run for the seat in the director district they live in. 
So the school district has to break things up into five equal director districts. And uh, then uh, the uh, district voters uh, elect that board member. Well, the boundaries, uh, a public hearing on the boundary adjustments will be next Wednesday night during the regular school board meeting. That gets underway at 6 o'clock. Also, the Colville School District, they will be dealing with their budget. They will hold a uh, special meeting beginning at 5 o'clock next Wednesday, a public uh, hearing and meeting to fix and adopt the 22-23 budget. They will be holding a hearing to receive comments on that budget that is available. You can attend in person at the district office or you can join them on their Zoom meeting. And um, that's next Wednesday. The budget portion is at 5 o'clock, regular meeting at 6 for the Colville School District. Later this week and next week, we're going to be hearing about elections the process and what all is involved. One uh, thing that is getting attention over in King County is the election director for King County says they are asking the sheriff's office to investigate people who posted signs near ballot boxes saying that they were under surveillance the King County Elections Director says it's an effort to scare voters. Now, in many states, those ballot boxes are re required to be under video surveillance. Um, apparently, in King County, these signs were posted near ballot boxes in Seattle and uh, the sign had a QR code that was linked to the County Republican Party website. They say they, uh, County Republicans now say they are de disbanding their Election Integrity Committee whose members were involved in planting the signs. Now, we are going to have... A lot of election drop boxes here in Stevens County. Um, has nothing really to do with Stevens County. It has to do with the wonderful people that are our state legislators who are requiring these unmanned drop boxes all around the county some of what we will be talking about once we discuss election integrity in the coming week. A forest health message to all timber landowners. 
Insects, disease, and suppressed stands of timber have created an unhealthy forest environment that is susceptible to wildfire. Forest health is a concern to our community and to us at Vaughan Brothers Lumber. To discuss the possible options available for your timberland, call our experienced forestry team at 509-684-5071 for a free on-site consultation or look us up on the web at www.vaganbrothers.com. Don't plan on heading to Seattle Friday to watch the Seattle Mariners take on the Houston Astros. It's, you know, winning 14 games in a row, potentially tying the club record for 15 games in a row of wins Friday night, creates, well, we'll call it almost baseball hysteria. The game Friday night against the Houston Astros, first game following the All-Star break, it is sold out. Yeah, it is going to be an exciting game Friday. The excitement, the support of the fans... A sold-out game Friday night. The Mariners taking on Houston. Now, they do have seats available still, the rest of the homestand. Uh, at least they did last night. The Mariners, uh, actually, they were expecting a crowd of about 25,000 for Friday, but uh, as soon as they won that 14th game, tickets were selling and selling. It is all sold out. Tickets uh, sales are brisk for the rest of the weekend. Um, right now, they've got about uh, 37,000 tickets sold for Saturday's game, so some tickets still available. 30,000 tickets are sold for the Sunday finale with the Astros. And uh, then Texas comes to town. But uh, I'll tell you, there's a lot of excitement all in all around the Northwest. Mariner baseball, we're going to have it Friday night, 6 o'clock. That's the pregame. First pitch at 710. We'll have it on 92.1 KCRK. Today's local weather forecast brought to you by Kettle Falls Family Dentistry and Implant Solutions at 130 West 10th in Kettle Falls, offering general dentistry for all ages, new patients and emergencies welcome. Call 738-6880 for Kettle Falls Family Dentistry. Uh, pretty much sunshine. Going to be hot. 92 for a high this afternoon. 55 overnight. Mostly sunny. 92 on Thursday. Sunny and 89 Friday. 90 degrees sunshine Saturday, 91 Sunday, Monday, 91 degrees. Now, if you put on your hat, find some nice uh, light-colored, uh, light clothing for Tuesday, 96 degrees, the expected high here in Colville on Tuesday. Lots of sunshine in the forecast. 
fabulous weather to go to the lake. The only drawback is, oh boy, you can expect that fire danger to start going up quickly when we have the hot, dry weather. Let Dr. Chip Johnson and his friendly professional staff give you a new reason to smile at Kettle Falls Family Dentistry and Implant Solutions. Lots of blue sky, some light white clouds out there. The barometer, it's been steady already up at 68 degrees here Wednesday morning. Eric Carpenter with you. It's 7.30. Glad you could be with us on KCVL, KCRK.